You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Dhamini and you're listening to Gender Question. Here we will look at an issue that's in the news using the lens of gender. The idea is to take a blind spot and throw some light on it. Ek din mujhe किसी के कहने पर उन्होंने मुझे एक रिहेबिटेशन सेंटर्स में नशा मुक्ति केंद्र में मुझे करवा दिया जिसके दौरान मुझे काफ़ी दिक्कतें हुई वहाँ पे मुझे 20 दिन दिल्ली के एक सेंटर में रखा गया फिर उसके बाद मुझे अगले 40 दिन तक दिल्ली से बाहर रखा गया मुझे सेंटर में तो उसी बीच मेरे साथ काफ़ी ऐसे इंसिडेंट्स हुए कि वो लोग मुझे कुछ मेडिसिन या इंजेक्शन देके मुझे बेहोश कर देते थे जहाँ तक कि मुझे दो दो तीन तीन दिन तक पता नहीं चलता था कि मेरे साथ क्या हुआ है और जब मुझे होश आता था तो मेरे जो लोअर पार्ट हैं उसमें काफ़ी पेन होता था और बॉडी में बहुत सारे स्क्रैचिस थे जैसे किसी ने नोचा और खाया हो बहुत सारे बाइट्स थे मेरे बॉडीज़ पे तो आ, मैं इन सिचुएशन के साथ गुजरी हूँ मैं एक ट्रांसजेंडर होके मुझे इन समस्याओं का सामना करना पड़ा है द स्पीकर इज अ ट्वेंटी फोर ईयर ओल्ड हु लिवस इन डेली टू ईयर्स अगो शी वॉज मेड टू स्पेंड क्लोज टू सिक्सटी डेज इन टू डी एडिक्शन सेंटर्स वन इन डेली एंड द अदर इन मेरठ शी डि नॉट गो दर विलिंगली शी वॉज स्ट्रिक्ट इन टू गोइंग टू द सेंटर एंड वंस देर हर फोन वॉज कॉन्फिस्केटेड Her parents signed a form allowing the de-addiction center to treat her. But she was not an addict. She was an assigned male gender at birth and she identifies as a woman. Her testimony about her experiences at the de-addiction center are not easy to listen to. She said that she was drugged for days at a stretch and when she would wake up her groin would be in pain and she would find scratch marks on her back she was often given medicines but not told what they were for to this day she has no idea of what exactly happened to her when she was finally released she said that her parents had spent close to 80000 rupees on her treatment um her gender identity as a woman however remained intact what changed was that she was no longer ashamed of talking about herself and her experiences as a transgender woman what the 24 year old survivor went through is called conversion therapy and it's a practice that has been around for several decades especially in the context of lgbtq lives many queer people around the country have been taken to quacks or professionals with degrees to cure them of their sexuality and or gender expression there are many reports brought out by organizations working with the community that bear testimony to the sheer numbers of such kinds of experiences germany in fact earlier this month passed a law that banned conversion therapies for people below the age of 18 anybody providing such a service to a young gay person would either be fined a hefty sum or uh, face up to a year of uh, prison in germany in india however no such law exists 
Instead, uh, we have news reports actually um, suggesting conversion therapy. Sample this. A Tamil news report last week narrated the story of a lesbian couple that committed suicide on May 16th. They were fired from their job in a factory because their relationship was discovered. In fact, one of them was to be engaged soon as her family had come to know about her relationship. The two women, who were aged 20 and 23, decided to commit suicide rather than be separated. Worryingly, the news report ended with the statement, quote, Homosexuality is a medical mystery. Psychologists say those in the family setup who get into this can be saved and brought back from this habit. Now, the video was eventually taken down by an editor of the media organization in question who admitted graciously on Twitter that greater awareness was indeed the need of the hour. But it is telling that the attitude to correct or cure non-heterosexual desire continues to this day. A few weeks ago, the body of a 21-year-old Kerala student was found in Goa, where she had gone on holiday with some of her friends. She had come out as a bisexual person to her family last year. She was taken to multiple clinics for conversion therapy. Her friends were aware of what had happened. One of them, named Gargi, told me that the student had been taking medicines for depression. She was a bright young spark, a wrestler from her college team, and she wanted to make a mark in the world, Gargi told me. But an attitude that sought to correct and cure her took a toll on her. That and a social acquiescence that the great Indian family can do whatever it wants to and nobody will intervene contributed to what happened to the 21-year-old. But conversion therapy is not simply a product of sociocultural stigma. It has the backing of what we can call institutionalized science. It has a long history and years, in fact, of being validated as a kind of therapy. To understand this more, we spoke to Raj Mariwala, who is the director of a Bombay-based um, organization called Mariwala Health Initiative. Uh, and it focuses particularly on making mental health accessible to marginalized persons and communities, such as the queer community. I have to say that historically this did stem from psychiatry, uh, but overall in terms of if you look at the history of how mental health itself evolved, uh, yeah. it started off with uh, doctors and other persons who were interested in treating people who they saw as abnormal. So there was no formal study and um, medical doctors or other interested uh, upper class persons in England, for example, were just winging it and seeing what they could do with people who were deemed to be abnormal. Right off the bat, that tells us something about side disciplines, that they were really mirrored or moored in social norms. So if I look at these dominant narratives that are shaping, mm -hmm. uh, then what became scientific, objective rational, knowledge-based psychiatry right. 
then we can see what happened with LGBTQI persons right. and the whole idea of terming, uh, say, for example, LGB persons uh, as having sexual orientation disturbance. Right. or uh, transsexualism as a disorder. And we know that it was used in a variety of ways, not just if we have to move beyond England, um, what happened in Nazi Germany was right. up to a lakh gay men were hunted down and arrested um, for being gay. Some were sent to concentration camps. We all know about the history of the pink triangle, the downturned pink triangle. Science using a biological imperative, has sought to classify, order, and normalize certain kinds of gender identity and expression. Raj tells us that mental health practitioners have played a vital role in pathologizing and repathologizing LGBTQ people. They've done this by propping up certain kinds of gender expression and certain kinds of sexualities as subjects that do need to be treated. In the next part of this podcast, we'll go a little bit back into history, the 1960s in the UK, for instance, to delve into how conversion therapy took form and what kinds of conversion therapy were used. Stay tuned. If you have any questions, do reach out to me at the Red Bhamini on Twitter. You can also leave your feedback at HT Smartcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Bye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.